LDB, 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 LDB. Good evening, LDB. How's everyone doing out there? Uh, we've got a special episode this week with a number of special guests. So, uh, no Becker, no Schutzer, no Sean this week. You got me and uh, and our special guest here. So let's uh, let's go around. Uh, start out, Mr. Hughes. How are you doing? Uh, well, doing okay. Um, literally 15 minutes before we started recording, we had a, a, a positive COVID test in the house. So we're we're uh, I was kind of scrapping to get together to get on this call. But yeah, doing all right. Uh, and Nancy's doing okay. Yeah, yeah, she she's fine. It's just it's just like a like a bad cold kind of presentation so far. Yeah, hopefully, it stays that way. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and me and Anne are negative, so fingers crossed. Hopefully, it stays that way too. Uh, Anton, how you doing, man? Doing all right. It's been a bit. Um, hasn't been quite as uh, interesting as Hughes's evening, um, but yeah, no, excited to be back on the pod. Yeah, welcome back. Glad to have you back. And then finally, we have uh, an extra special guest from outside of LBB this week. Uh, my brother, Tyler, is on. Uh, some, a lot of you may know him from uh, other uh, various fantasy uh, fantasy things over the years. Uh, but Ty, how you doing, man? Welcome. Hey guys, glad to be on the pod. Uh, big fan of fantasy. You know, I know I, I'm in the league... Uh, uh, Dynasty League with some of you guys, uh, a Keeper League with some of you guys. So glad to be here to talk fantasy a little bit. Um, well, we're, we're excited to have you. I think this will be a fun discussion. So uh, going to turn this over to Hughes, I think. And Hughes, let you take this from here. So, uh, okay. Um, uh, before we get started, like I want to, um, like I deleted Facebook a long time ago, so I don't even really know what's up with Ty at this point. Like the last I. Like, I think I heard you were like getting married and you moved away from Vegas. Like what's, what's going on with you, man? Oh man. Big updates since, uh, since getting married in Vegas. I mean, I have a about to be eight year old son and uh six year old daughter. So uh, yeah, definite uh, updates from them living in Castle Rock, Colorado here. Um, big Nuggets fan, big Broncos fan, excited about that. Russell Wilson signing. Um yeah, just been uh, been working working from home during COVID and and trying to stay sane. Uh, and for the listeners at home who can't see, Ty is is celebrating a, a Nuggets win right now. That's true. Um, yeah, three three one uh, in the series. You know, we'll see. By by, we'll see. I mean, you know, we're probably going to lose this series, but hey, I'm glad to see one more uh, one more basketball game here. Hey, you know, it, to, to divert from the the topic at hand, but you know, to talk about Nuggets. It's it's if what if Michael Porter Jr. and or Jamal Murray were to come back all of a sudden? You know, you never know. You never know what could happen here. I'm not optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if that was going to happen, it was going to happen uh, before the start of the series. All right. Uh, okay. Well, you know, let's um, let's get in. Let's just start talking fantasy games here. Um, so, you know, before I think we should start kind of at the beginning here, um, and let's talk about how you build in a fantasy game. Um, I, I think I I actually think that you know the way you approach uh, building says a little bit about you. So. Uh, not, not a lot, but I, I, I do think it's an interesting question. So let's just start, let's go popcorn style star. Tell us about how you, your, your approach to build here. Um, so, you know, I was a little intimidated when I, uh, when I got started here and, uh, it seemed like there, th this was, um, you know, kind of, something kind of new to me, uh, this year. And, uh, so I decided to kind of take it in a more, in a, in a bit of a, a simpler direction and really, you know, focus on on power and speed uh, in particular um, to start things off. And you know, and and then I think like 
that that worked for me for a while. So that was that was it seemed simple. It seemed like a, an easy strategy, and uh, you know, it, it it ended up working a little bit for me, uh, at least in the early stages. That's 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 kind of similar. That's that's basically how I approach most of these games, where I'll start out with like um like a like a night build kind of a thing, like uh where you can like kind of scrap, um and then I'll I'll move into like like a mage sorcerer thing later on, and so I can have a balance between uh being able to kind of throw down in close combat and then like a ranged thing. I mean, ultimately, it, it, that, that is ultimately what I ended up doing. Uh, Ty helped me out a lot with this. I had never played a, a, a From Software game before. Um, and I did not know what I was doing. And I was like, Samurai, that seems cool. So I started there. Um, but I realized kind of after a while into the game that that was not going to get me through. And I, I, I basically had to totally respect my character and went really kind of halfway into magic and then ultimately fully into magic because i was not going to stand a chance otherwise all right anton let's go to you how do you what's what's your build strategy do you go with you do you keep it consistent or do you switch it around so with how with how i was looking this year i just decided to go full strength I mean, I want to keep it simple. I would just go one thing. You know, I didn't really want to be too rangy, wanted to really get in there and just focus on uh, dealing the damage where I could in the, in the categories that I could. Um, I did go a little too heavy. And in talking with Star, I realized I had to uh, pull that back a little bit so I could maybe get some speed, a little more speed, uh, especially going against some of the, the larger uh, folks this, uh, this year. But yeah, strength only for, uh, for this year. This, this, was, this is also your first game from these guys, right? This is a new, new thing for you. I mean, we've been playing these games forever, haven't we? <laughs> All right, Ty, what's your build? Uh, you're, you're on your second playthrough, right? Yeah, so I just finished my second playthrough. I, I say finished. I mean, I, I'm more obsessed with this game than most games I've ever played in my life, so I don't know if I'm done done. But, uh, but yeah, I finished my second playthrough, which included a, a, final, uh, a final kill of, of Millennia there. Um, but uh, I started, a, a, as with... With most FromSoft games, every other one I've started as a as a strength strength decks, and then and then moved it a little bit into faith. But this one was the first time I kind of went with a magic build, uh, intelligence heavy on the first playthrough, and since then I've uh, I've played a little bit with uh, two other ones on my second playthrough. One with uh, a heavy strength faith build dual wielding great swords and then uh, moving into a dex and arcane build after that uh going for a blood loss strategy which worked pretty well so um all right uh so now i want to i want to i want to ask everybody uh, i ask you to look at how long you've been playing? Like, what's what's level are you at, and and kind of how many hours have you have you spent so far? Yeah, uh, I, I can get I can yeah. kick this off, I guess again. Um, so I checked right beforehand. So I, um, I so I just beat the game, and then I stopped playing. So I, I leveled up after that. I am level one fifty one uh, now, and I think my my time is off because. I didn't know how to save, how to quit and save the game for like the first like 30 hours I played. So it was just like on. So it says 155 hours, but I think the actual total is probably more like 135 to 140 because I had just like had left the game on for, you know, a while early on and, and racked up a bunch of hours when I wasn't actually playing. Uh, that's taking FromSoft's no pause uh, to like the next level. Um, uh, all right. Um, I would like. I would sit it. I would sit at the like sites of grace. I would like you know like do like yeah. rest, and I would just like leave it there. So not in a spot where you're just gonna get killed randomly, but just, right. Yeah. Uh, I think the so playtime would be a lot lower if it was a spot where he'd just get killed. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> So I'm I'm only I don't actually know how far along I am. Um, I'm I'm at the part where I have to go to the elevator, and I have both of the things to take the ele the elevator, but I don't have any concept of 
whether that's far and and I'm I'm not going to it yet. So so I'm I'm at I'm level 78 and I think I'm at like no, I'm level 73 and I'm 78 hours. That's what it is. So my question to you would be which elevator? Oh, cuz uh, there are there are two in which you get uh, some things. I'm guessing it's the first one. The first one. Way, the way he, what he said. It must be, yeah. It's it, it, there's there's two plates or two pieces of a plate that you have to use is like the key. To I, get to. I guess I guess the question would be, have you been to the Capitol yet? Um, I think that I've warped there and gotten my ass kicked. Um, okay. Mm. So okay. So I, I just know, did that I know today. which. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I know I know which which plates you have then. All right. I uh, I would right. say you are without. I'd say you're roughly like maybe half way through the game or so uh give or take this is also actually right at this point in the game where i realized that i needed to respec and that like strength and dexterity wasn't cutting it and i needed some sort of range attack so i started just getting my ass handed to me right around this part of the game <laughs> all right anton where, what are you sitting on yeah so i am way earlier than you guys i'm at level 41 36 hours in i just warped to the capital and i saved at the uh site of grace right before i guess i'm going to get my ass handed to me um but yeah i um i went a full strength build i have absolutely zero ranged ability whatsoever but my play style has been much more grindy so i'm in the peninsula very beginning of the game. I already went through the castle, the first castle, missed the peninsula entirely. So I'm going back and just wrecking everyone, which is fantastic and a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, not very far. And what's the tie? Your two playthroughs, what, what level? are you at like 300? Like what's your... your no, so, okay. So so for me, I'm uh, hours wise, I'm at 121. And oh, uh, I still uh, have more hours than you. Even though yeah. you it twice. I know. Uh, level wise, I'm at 204. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just for, for reference, it was a hundred hours and level 155 when I beat the game. So, um, the so second time. playthrough was, uh, was fairly short, uh, in terms of hours, just because, you do get to keep your maps. You don't keep all the sites of grace, but you keep the maps. You keep uh, all your your skills, all your gear. Yeah, and you know exactly where to go, and you know exactly where the bot, what the bosses do, and everything. And I, and to be fair, my second playthrough, I only really did the main bosses. Uh, I wasn't kind of trying to do everything there. I, I was trying to get the the platinum of the game, which which takes uh, getting all three endings and getting all the talis, you know, the legendary talismans and ashes of war and uh, and spells and stuff. So I had mostly gotten most of that uh, in my first playthrough because most of it's not too hard to come across if you're pretty thorough with with looking around uh, and finding all the dungeons and, and tombs and stuff. But uh, but yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, that includes, like I said, three different different specs and builds. Um, so follow up question on, on on this discussion. How do how do we feel about the amount of time that we, we spent on it? Because it's it's not even May yet, and I'm like, I've burned three days, like three full days of the year playing the game. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, I don't know how to feel about that. What, what do you guys think? I'm gonna jump in and take this to, so so I will say Matt. When he first started talking to me about this game, it was a little pressure, like about, hey, you're gonna get this game, you're gonna get this game, you can play Elden Ring and play Elden Ring. I said, yes, I know I will, but I also know I'm gonna be obsessed with it when I get it because I know how I play these games when I've played Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Sekiro and Bloodborne, all these things. And yeah, I mean, 120 hours over the course of about a month and a half is a lot of time, and there were nights that. You know, 130 rolled around. I said, all right, I'm going to get to one more site. I'm going to kill one more attempt on this boss. And, uh, you know, 3 o'clock, 3.30, okay, I should probably be done about now. So, you know, I don't feel great about it. I will say there's a lot of lost sleep, uh, a lot of probably overstressed work days because of this game. But uh, <laughs> at the end of it, I I loved it. 
it's a good game. <laughs> I, I had to I had to put a firm cap on myself and just say, like, I am not playing past twelve thirty. That's just like the time I'm going to stop no matter what. Uh, because I, I had a couple of nights where things got out of hand and I was like, I, I it impacted my work day the next day. Um, I think for me, the, the, the chunk of time, I think part of the reason I was able to play so much is Anna went out of town for a week um, in March and I was home by myself and, you know, COVID and, and all that, you know, there's only so much to do. And I, mainly just played Elden Ring in my free time um, during that week. And I think I, that, that made a, a lot of the progress. Because otherwise I was playing like probably somewhere between like one and a half to two hours in the evening every day. And that was pretty much like where, where my time was going, except for that week where I probably play, I probably put in, I don't know. I bet, I bet I, I, I logged like 40 to 50 hours in that one week. Anton, what do you think? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I have a much lower hours count than you guys, but I also was out of town for about two weeks of that. So I feel okay about that. But yeah, I've been probably hour, hour and a half an evening. Um, But the gameplay loop is just so enjoyable. I feel like even if I'm just fighting the same grindy bad guys a couple of times and, you know, I get some new sword or something like that, just that process was still fun to do, even though it was just a bite-sized chunk. Um, I was having a very hard time. Once I get about halfway to my next level, losing that amount of uh, runes in a way that was hard to reclaim them, that was very tough for me to deal with. So once I got to that point, it's like, okay, where do I go to my grindy spot? I'll get up a level, then I'll go and do something hard again. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. What's the what's the what's the most number of rings you guys have have lost at this point? I think I've I think twenty thousand is is about the the amount. I mean, I, I'm always <laughs> far along. Right. I, 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 it, you know, honestly, like for me, I mean, it, the the longer you go into the game, the worse it gets. You know, I yeah. I. I lost. I definitely lost like one hundred and fifty thousand or one hundred and sixty thousand or something. I was like yeah. just shy of leveling up and oh, did some, and then like lost. I, I beat a boss and then I died right afterwards. And then I like was reckless in going back to get them. And then I just never oh. got to use those rings. But Ty, I'm sure you have way more than that. I mean, I feel bad about losing like six. I mean, <laughs> 90k was my first big one where I remember noticing it being like, because that at that point in the game, that was two levels and and it was like a really dumb way. It was like one of those times, and I'm sure you guys have all experienced it, where like you think you're going to make a jump on your horse and like, you're just like, fuck, that was just slightly too far. And then you die. And it was running back to get my 90,000 runes. And I was like, that was a big mistake. I should not have fucking <laughs> made that jump. And then and then my horse just dies. I'm like, shit. But I mean, since then, on a second playthrough, I mean, pretty regularly losing over 100,000 runes is like not that big a occurrence. Like... There, there comes a point in the game where you just, honestly, sh- like the the idea of leveling up just kind of doesn't matter to you anymore. And it's like, is it worth running back that way and fighting those five guys, or should I just say fuck it and move on? Because sometimes it's just not worth it. And a hundred thousand runes when you when it takes three hundred thousand to level up is not a big deal. Like guys give you five to seven thousand per thing anyway so it's like just go kill a few more guys um one last thought about um how we feel about the amount of time we play then we'll go on to a new topic um so i i started like kind of prepping nancy for this for like four months before the game came out (laughs) in october i was like hey so there's this game in february uh it's coming out and uh i might take a day off work or something to play this game um and then i would like period i'd be like hey that game's it's january like it's coming soon like I, i would set it up so that so that i have a little bit of runway there um all right uh so uh, let's talk just really briefly kind of general pro so i'm i'm just kind of wandering around and not i just kind of go i'm like oh i haven't been there or that looks like there's something might be there let me just go look at it and i'm not really oriented toward kind of like uh the, the the main story or whatever it is 
Is that how you guys are playing or are you guys are um, going kind of more for the main story? I've definitely been doing the wandering thing similar to you, Hughes. Um, it definitely got to a point, though, I was probably around hour 25 or so, and I kept dancing around going to Stormvale Castle. I'm just like, all right, I need to just go to the castle. And so then I went to the castle and dealt with the castle. And now I got that out of my system. And now I'm back to wandering again. Um, but yeah, the wandering is great. I feel like the sight lines are really good in this game. And so you come out of something, you look up and there's something interesting to go wander off to. Don't know if there's anything there. You can usually see a flicker of a sight of grace somewhere. So there's something pulling you in different directions. Um, so I've just kind of let that take it. I've played this game in the way that I, I tend to play these games, which is a very haphazard, reckless way, which I basically just, uh, so I, I, I hate to grind. I, I basically like refuse to do that in any game. And so instead of that, basically what I did in this game was just like, basically just push the edges of the map. And I just like went like constantly tried to go as far as I could, and like in any direction until I ran into something that was too hard and then found something else to do and just kind of wandered and wandered and basically just like took up more and more space and, you know, would try, you know, when I found a, a like a castle, like one of the main bosses, I would go for it. And if it was too hard, then I would just like come back later after I did something else. But yeah, it was just kind of like random wandering and, and trying to find like, you know, as many areas and new stuff as I could and seeing what was, actually doable at the, the points of the game where I was. Yeah, and that, the game was huge enough where it allowed you to do that really through the end of the game. And that was never really like a thing you couldn't, there was never just like nothing, something new that you hadn't found yet. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, like the need to grind in this one compared to uh, like the former games is, is much lower. Cause there's just always an activity rather than like just sitting there and, and doing it, like, and they, in fact, the only time I do it is when I'm in that situation where it's like I have twenty thousand runes and I need thirty thousand to level right. up. And I'm like, I'm not fucking losing them, so I'll go and just grind for a few minutes. See, see, to me, that's that's where I just look at my inventory and say, oh, I've got golden runes. Let me pop some number of those, and then I'll just finish out that sure, little yeah. bit more I need of that level. Like, like to Matt's point, like I, I never really felt like I needed to grind in a game like this, like. The, the, like I, I'm a pretty well versed FromSoft veteran. I played every single one of their other games, and this one less so than any of those. Did I ever feel the need to grind because there were no bottlenecks? I mean, I know a lot of people will say that they feel like there are bottlenecks in this game, certain difficulty spikes, but like there's also stuff that you never found if you if you're searching around. There's there's those ever jail things. There's different tombs. There's catacombs and bosses and stuff. You never, even, if the, even after I beat the game, I went back and was like searching back in Limgrave, the first area. And was like, Oh, there's like parts of this map. I never went to There's parts of the, there's, there's little caves. I never went to There's bosses. I never defeated. And at that point, you know, they're all under leveled and you're going to demolish them at that point. But still it was just like, wow, there is so much of this game here that that I have not explored yet, which is why when I beat it, I still couldn't put it down. It was just there's, there's so much more here to find, and I, and I thought that was great. Uh, let's talk Let's talk bosses for a minute. Um, what is, like, oh, so, I'll, I mean, I'll go first on this one. Um, the... I, the bosses I tend to have the most problem with aren't the the, the great enemies or whatever the, um, the 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 ones on the main story. Uh, they tend to be the ones that are in like the depths of some catacomb where I can't summon anybody because nobody's there, and so I got just have to do it kind of on my own. Um, because I mean, it seems like the game is designed to encourage uh, cooperative play throughout, and there's just a lot of them where you kind of get stuck. So. The, for me, the, the the hardest boss is it's this thing that's in um, what's the name of the, the 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 first castle. It's like it's it's down in like the sewers of it. It's this like giant kind of rat type of thing. Um, it's like through a secret area you have to find it. But the same thing appears also through one of those those key um, the those stone key um, uh, the stone sword key. 
Yeah. Um, in, in the beginning of the game, then that first cave that you're in, there's there's one there's there's a place where it's like you go and you go through some slime and then there's this ch- chariot thing. Oh yeah, let's talk about chariots for a second. If you guys have not experienced the chariot dungeons yet, which I know I know Matt told me he just was like fuck it to those places, but man, yeah, I fuck, said I'm never fuck doing those that. places <laughs> in general because they all suck. They're all different, but they all suck. I like, I, I I beat none of them zero of them. <laughs> i just i just i got frustrated i tried like two of them and then the next time i encountered one i was like nope <laughs> yeah no I, I, I think yeah i think it's supposed to be like a puzzle like to feel like hey you got to do these certain steps and do this a certain way but i mean when you die five times in a row from a one-shot thing it's like all right it's not fun anymore I, I realize I did it anyway, but it was not fun. So at the at the end of one of these things is another one of these gigantic rat shrimp things. So it's like you go, you you work your way, like you sneak past the chariot, you get all the way to the bottom, and then there's nobody there to help you because everybody hates these dungeons, and you have to fight a boss that is like a one hit, like just a one hit kill you boss. So that that's my worst boss. Um, uh star what do you or matt star what do you think uh i mean th- there's one boss in this game that's kind of like notorious like i don't think he's you and Anton are there yet but there's there's a boss th- I, I beat the game and i beat pretty much like every major boss in the game except for one which is this this boss called millennia who's just fucking impossible and i just was like I, I, the, I maybe I could do this eventually, but the amount of effort involved, especially now that I've beaten the game, I just like I just cannot, I can't summon <laughs> the energy to like just do what is needed to do to beat this boss, which will just be hours and hours and hours of dying as I try to figure it out. She's just like impossible, so much harder than anything else in this game. Everybody on Reddit posts about that boss, uh, and I've, I'm obviously not there yet. But like my and maybe Ty can can uh, confirm this or or or, or um, uh, it, it, my my sense is that like for a boss like that, if it's like that impossible on your first playthrough, if you go through your second playthrough and you get like even better weapons, even though she's going to be harder, you have more kind of at your disposal, so you can beat her. She's easier to beat the kind of the second or third time through. Yeah, and so so I'll speak to Millennia a little bit. So 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 the big thing. And and I've seen not not only you know like Matt said is this the hardest boss in in uh, Elden Ring, but as far as I've seen on uh, the consensus is this is one of the hardest, if not the hardest, boss in any FromSoft game. Okay. Um, but part of the difficulty comes in when when you factor in how how certain people who play these games cons- consider them to be like I think a lot of people will play like have and 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 do play elden ring like not using the spirit ash summons because they they've played dark souls demon souls all these things where that was not an option and so they they kind of think of that as themselves like a hardcore mode i've played all those games and i've played those without summons without help help from other people online or anything and was still using the spirit summon the spirit ash summons on millennia and damn yes i agree with matt 100 percent. hardest boss in this game i think i probably died i shit you not maybe 50 times on this one boss um which did make the inevitable victory that much more sweet when it, it was awesome to to beat her but like you said hughes the 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 respec when I did play it through a second time, I do notice in this game like what what people are you know I, I see a lot of I- interesting arguments about this game being too hard, what's too hard, whatever. The game does include you know the ability to respec to make somewhat what I would call broken builds that that made the boss so that made the boss a lot easier. So on my second playthrough when I was playing the. Uh, the the very heavy bleed build by the time i got to her um i did when i i did try her a bit and struggled and then i did was like okay what happens if i use the summon specifically the mimic tier summon which you guys haven't had it it just copies what your guy does um which is very powerful which kind of doubled the bleed effect 
but uh, I beat her without getting hit. So it was like, okay, there's a big difference here when you do some of the broken shit in this game. Ty, I'm curious, other, other than Millennia, what, who would, what, what was like the other boss that you would say stood out as like particularly <sighs> challenging? As far as like a big roadblock for me, I mean, the fire giant took me a couple hours of just slamming my head into the wall to like, all right, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm dying, but I need to do better. Like it was not like a, this boss is bullshit. This is, it was just like, so the fire giant and again, probably Hughes and, and, and Anton, you guys might not be there yet, but that one was a big uh, struggle for me. Um, and, and that's, then, one you, uh, that's one you have to beat, unfortunately. That is one you have to beat. And then the other one I will say is uh, is uh, Rikard, which that one for me was uh, was up until yeah, a moment of revelation about that one. Yeah, but, don't, uh, don't spoil I, I, that. I did slam guys. my head into the wall on him for a while and was like, what the fuck, man? This boss is bullshit. And then... It all came together, and I beat it. Yeah, so. you, you just told me what to do, because I was never going to figure that you, out. I mean, you were struggling with it for a while, and I was like, I don't want you to hate this game, but... I was like, like, I was just like, this boss is impossible. I don't understand, like, how to do this, but yes, uh, there is a way. There Anton, is a way. About, there is a way. Yeah. Anton, what about you in terms of bosses? Yeah, so for me, I think it was... Uh, the first main guy, Marget the Fell Omen, I was talking to you about it. I think I died maybe 25 times before realizing that in other role-playing games that I play, I want to wear the heaviest armor I can until the point that I can't move anymore. But I didn't realize that if you are heavy load, you can't roll. But if you're oh, medium yeah. load, you can. And so when I talk to you and you're like, maybe you should dial back a little bit all of a sudden i can roll around the guy and i beat him the first try so like i feel like that was great to really understand but, how that is different in this type of game so for you anton is it, do you not play dark souls or anything like never this before okay no like i the it's more everybody's like they're so hard that's what makes it so awesome and i'm like i have two kids and an hour of video game time a night like, I don't want to play an hour and make no progress. Yeah. So this one, I feel like, really had that balanced a lot better. Plus the fact that everyone says, you know, this is the best game since uh, Zelda and all that stuff. So I thought I would at least give it a, a shot. And then, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of those mechanics that I'm just not familiar with um, that I'm learning for the first time in this one. Let's yeah, just real quick on, on the bosses. I, I think the boss that... I ran into that was like the big roadblock. I oddly, I like I had didn't really have a lot of problems with Margit uh, or Margit, but which I know like the internet really complained heavily about being so hard. But it was more Godric, the the boss of the uh, first of the first of the um, Stormvale Castle. That was the one that was like the big roadblock for me for a while. Is that like I I just like kept trying, and I'm like I'm not strong enough. I had to go like do something else and come back, and my like took me. I just like I just was getting absolutely annihilated like the first few times. I was like, I'm not, I can't. There's no way this is ever going to happen when I'm like at whatever level I was. So I had to go back, level up, and come back try again later on that one. This is so interesting to me about this game, like that that it does more so than Dark Souls and some of the other ones does allow you the ability to like not not, not so much as it allows you to and all the other ones you could grind if you wanted to but the big thing is that this one there's like hey if i don't, if that boss is too hard there's a hundred other directions and bosses and dungeons and things i could go do before that which i right. think made a huge difference from this one compared to compared to dark souls and demon souls and all those is that that you you had that choice, whereas in, in those there was a lot more of like a a bottleneck. It's like, hey, this is the next boss. If you're not good enough, you either got to grind or you got to you know suck it up and figure out how to beat this boss. And in Elden Ring, it's like, hey, that guy's hard. Maybe go level up. Maybe go do some other stuff. Maybe go find some some gear and come back. And and then like you said, you come back, you beat him, you figure out some new thing, 
you figure out some new way to attack, some new gear you have, and it's like, oh, now he's not nearly as bad, you know? And I thought that was great about this game. It was like the thing that so many people had been crying out for on, on so many FromSoft games, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all these things, was like a, quote, easier mode. But I think this one kind of had it inherently in the sense that it didn't force you to just only go one way. Like you had that option, which I think made it so much more enjoyable for a lot of people. Yeah. I, I think it, like I had run into some of the bottleneck, you know, some of the, like the, the struggles I ran into, like the main story, I didn't have something else to do or somewhere else to go. I, you know, probably would have gotten frustrated and quit at some point as opposed to like having, you know, a million other options of things to do. Um, which I really appreciated. I think that was like, it was a nice introduction to these games. Cause it was hard. It was, it was, I died a lot and you know, you have to be okay with dying a lot in these games, but it also made it so that like, yeah, I never, there were a few times where I got frustrated, but for the most part, like I, I was, it was all, there was always something else to do or somewhere else to go that made that a lot more pleasant to go through. Let's uh, let's segue into let's talk about the story briefly. So um, I I don't I, I want to know if first of all if anybody understands what anything about the story at all because I don't um, I don't care. <laughs> I mean at this at this point I I've played enough of these games where I'm just like I I know that I'm not going to understand and I don't care and you just kind of accept it. But this one I I mean I actually went like I sought out a couple of like um, explainer um, kind of uh, webs um, uh, stories on, on like video game websites. And I, I, I didn't understand their explainers either. Like I don't get any of it. And so I, I guess I don't care, but like I had higher hopes for this one, but uh, anyway, um, uh, we'll go, go to Ty first this time. Do you understand the story? Do you care? Uh, do I understand the story? Kind of. Do I care? No. Um, so, I mean, I think to me, it's like, it's not having played a lot of these games. It's not too dissimilar from the others. It's like, you don't matter. You're some whatever nobody guy who's some undead something who's lived a hundred lifetimes or whatever it is. Shit's terrible. You got to come in and try to help fix the shitty world that exists, but like ultimately you're not going to. So, I mean, to me, my understanding is like, Hey, this is Elden ring got destroyed. Shit sucks. There's a lot of people who got different powers kind of associated with them. You need to go fuck them all up and restore order to the, to the shit. But like, ultimately I don't know that it's ever expected that stuff's gonna be good. I mean, it's kind of the theme of all of these games is that stuff kind of sucks and that it you're kind of trying to mitigate how much terribleness there is in the world. Uh, and then in terms of how much that matters to me when I play these games, I mean, it's cool to see certain bosses and how they kind of matter and relate to each other. But in ultimately, in the end, what I'm, what I'm here for, what I'm playing these games for is to be the to beat a tough challenge to, 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 to have a boss or something that it's gonna, that's gonna put me to the test and then feel accomplished when I beat it. And that's why I'm playing this thing. And, and I think to that extent, it's like, you know, the, the, there are people that can't maybe care about story and, and, and it is interesting. And I know they got George R. R. Martin involved in this one. And I want to know the, what George R. R. Martin did because it's I not mean, really clear. To he me. hid his and name put, in all yeah. of the bosses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, there's there's different George R. R. things. You know, Godfrey or Renala. I think they somebody there's some Twitter uh, conspiracy thing going on that all those kind of relate to George R. R. Martin's name. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, sure, there's a lot of lore behind it. But what I take away from it is not much. It's that there's a crazy, fractured, broken world, and there's a lot of crazy bosses to, to go out there and beat, and that's all I really <laughs> care about. <laughs> I think I just learned more about the story from Ty than I have in 70 hours of playing it. Um, yeah. 
All right, well, uh, let's go with the elder Matt Starr. Yeah, I mean, I, I generally agree. I, I think it's, it's funny because I feel like they they almost like touted there being a story, and so I was expecting there, you know, just by the inclusion of George R. R. Martin, I was like, oh, this is going to have an interesting story. And then, you know, I, I probably got to about like, where you are, Hughes, and I'm like, the fuck is the story of this game? Like, it's kind of, you know, in the background and not really clear. And, like, they kind of explain it more as you go further. But, again, it's, like, it's really not, like, much of a story. And it's more just, like, random lore and shit, like, throughout this world and less about, you know, this. it, it is not a story-driven game. Uh, and I kind of just gave up on caring about the story after a while. Do they explain why there are giant golden trees? Like, I would love to know that. Otherwise, Uh, I don't care. Kind of. Uh, There is some explanation of that. They play a big role in, like, the ultimate, like, like, the plot of the game, eventually. Honestly, I have to ask, as playing as much as you uh, and through it twice, I, I still am not clear on what the signal I mean I realize there is power coming from the big Erd tree and the Erd trees in general, but if you know if you know why or how or anything. Oh no, absolutely not. Okay. Because I, I, I have no clue either. Okay. So it's a lot like like an old video game like a you know from like an NES type one where it's you you get some like cryptic uh, mission and the story is just kind of like slapdash. It's a little bit like that, um, and I mean, in that sense, it's it's almost like it's it's like a um, like a throwback in a way to to those older video games where it didn't matter and and it's just just kind of like go out like hack and slash and have fun. Well, I mean, to yeah. me, that's kind of what was always cool about the FromSoft games to begin with was that it was like. They're not going to tell you where to go, what to do, who's important or anything. And and that it creates this, it reminds me of playing video games as a little kid when it's like you go to school and somebody be like, oh, did you burn down that one bush in that Zelda thing? And oh, you, oh shit, you can do that and you can go to this whole secret area. It's like, that's, that's, that's what this whole game is like. It's like, it doesn't tell you to do anything. It's like, I talked to Matt about it and be like, Yo, did you walk down? If you walk down that path on that one thing, you talk to that guy, and if, if you keep talking to him, you go to this whole secret area, and it's like, oh shit, I didn't know that existed. Like, it it, it just harkens back to a, an age of video gaming before, like somehow it's done this thing where it's like it, it still feels like a game before the internet. Like it, somehow, I, I don't know. It's like so many other games are like. This is where you got to go. You got to do this quest. You got to do this thing. This is the next step. This is, and it doesn't do that at all. But it feels so enjoyable to do that and to be confused and to be like, I don't know what the hell that guy wants me to do, but that's, I guess I'll find out later. Like, I don't know. That, and, and to me, that, that, I love that about it. The, uh, the the burning bush in Zelda. That's such a, such a good point because I I absolutely had that same like aha and conversation with some kid when I was like that young. That's a that's a, that's a funny way to think about it. There's some really like you guys. I, I, I don't want to spoil stuff for you guys, but there's some like I feel like some really like major stuff in this game that you could very easily miss because like the way that you get there is just like super kind of fucking random. And it's like, if you just like don't happen to do go to this one town or like do the things you're supposed to do in this one time, you'll miss like a whole like huge chunk of the game, Um, which I definitely would have if you hadn't, if if Ty hadn't told me uh, some of this stuff. And I guess, I guess that's a question to you guys. That'd be interesting. I mean, like, the way I play it is like I would I was playing it to a point of like I, I I would get to things where I didn't know what to do, but if there were things that were sort of like obvious that there was something else there, but I didn't know what it was, I would look it up. Now, I, I don't know if if that's a you know, because like I think a lot of people want to play these games and think like, hey, I should be able to to know everything I do organically through the gameplay. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if these games are even intended to be played that way. I don't. I don't even know if it's like the the idea is that like there's so much out there that you're supposed to engage 
with the, the other people playing it to like really understand what you should be doing or what you should be looking for. But like to me, I, I would go and, and seek out that stuff just because I wanted to kind of understand and, and know where I should be going. But what do you, what do you, how, how do you guys do that? Well, um, I, mean, I think it's, it's totally situational. Like, like I can see areas that I haven't gotten to yet that are kind of within my map, but I'm not going to look up how to get there. Cause I'm just assuming that later I'll figure it out. Um, that said there are like, there is, there's one store like side quest or whatever that I'm trying to figure out right now. And I, like, I, I follow the directions, you know, from the, the conversation, but it just, it wasn't making any sense and I couldn't figure it out. So I'll go look it up in that case. Cause it's just like, I'm stuck and there's no reason for this. And like, I, I you know, I, I want to keep moving, but I, I, I put a lot of faith in, I'll figure out whatever that thing is over there later. I have no problem with looking stuff up. I think there's two, there's two areas that I really looked up so far. One is like, if I'm going into a new area and I need to find out where that next site of grace is, cause I'm holding on to a lot of runes that I don't want to lose. Like I'll take a look at a, a site of grace map. Um, and the other one was right before the Godric fight. I heard you were supposed to be able to, um, summon this other npc but the summon thing was not on the ground and i couldn't figure out how to trigger it and i realized oh i need to actually talk to that person earlier in the castle in order for it to appear on the floor so i had to figure out okay who's that person where are they and how do i navigate to that spot so i could then take that next step but like i don't it's all how enjoyable you want to make the time and if that's more enjoyable to just get through that one immediate next step Go nuts. I was so annoyed when I found out there was a summon for Godric that I never I never used. I never found that person until I finally ended up beating Godric without ever using that summon because like That's I funny. just didn't know it was there. But yeah. yeah I, I you never... beat her before me and I was like, Oh yeah, when I had that other summon, it was really helpful. And you're like, Oh shit, there was another summon. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that NPC sucked. Like I couldn't. I, I I went out of my way to figure out how do I get a a human instead of that NPC because that NPC would programmatically die after like about halfway through the boss every single time. Yeah, I mean, but they most pretty much all. Of, that's pretty much what happens with all of us. That, that they, yeah, they, eventually, they never last. They all die um, to an extent, but you just got to make the best of it. Yeah, I don't know. I. I, I really don't like looking things up, and so this was an adjustment for me, <laughs> um, having to, to wrap my head around that. Because, you know, Hughes, I, ran, I wonder if it's, like, the same quest. Like, there, there are various things where it's just, like, totally ambiguous, and, like, you just cannot figure out, like, where you're supposed to go on your own, like, just based on what the people tell you. Like, you could wander around for fucking ever and, like, stumble upon it, but you're never going to just, like, know where the right place to go is based on, like, what the game is telling you. So I finally just, like had to give up but i kept like i kept trying to figure stuff out on my own like as much as i could but yeah i mean stuff like figuring out where the the site of grace is when you've been like wandering around for fucking ever like at, for the first time when you, any of you guys go to the castle you will experience this it is not really like you can just like go and go and go and go and like never come across one and then it was like getting so frustrating i just kept dying even though i, was, I felt like i was making a ton of progress and I would die and I would never find another sign. I was like, fuck it. I got to look this shit up. Like, cause it, it was just better for my sanity eventually to figure out where I needed to go. And when you hit the hailing tree, you'll know there's, there's definitely a spot that's like, fuck oh my seriously, God. where the fuck is the next side of grace? Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hailing tree, which is the, the area where millennia is, is also like just in unbelievably brutal and unforgiving like castle just getting to her is just is as bad as like beating most of the bosses in this game <laughs> what what's funny though honestly is that that spot feels more like dark souls games than a lot of the rest of this game does that's more normal for the other games i would say like going through these gauntlets of where the hell's the next bonfire and when am I going to get there and be able to like chill out? Like this, 
and I think it's a good thing. I think in general, it's a good thing that this game had much more abundance of sites of grace slash bonfires than some of the other games did, because I think that helped it in, in a lot of ways to, to allow it to be more accessible to other people because, you know, the other games were not like that. I mean, the, 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 they did not have a side of grace every little few few minutes, and they did not have ways to replenish your flasks and things like that, which I think was a smart choice by this game to, to really allow. And I think it all still is balanced. It still was hard to me having played the other games, but I think it, it helped not make it feel so, you know, desperate punishing. and impossible and punishing as, as the other games may have. Yeah. They, they just like limited that to a couple of specific areas in the game, like the Halleck which, tree and the Capitol. Exactly. Which the Halleck tree and the Capitol, I mean the Halleck tree. Yes. And then Faramazula, which is another late game uh, zone, which you, and, the, and that one you have to do, but that and the Halleck tree very much felt like dark souls, uh, like zones where it was more like a, this is a dungeon that you have to make it through and it's linear and, and you have to get to here to here to here. Whereas the rest of the game didn't really feel like that. So it's like, it's, it's tough. I mean, like for me, I loved those areas because I feel like they felt like dark souls. Um, but for people that were newer to it, I mean, to you, Matt, who who were have not, you know, you're the only one who is new to this and has gotten to this places. Like, did that feel like a like crazy, like different vibe to you? Because it was this sort of like you have to do this now. Like, it's this or nothing else. It's not like a choice, you know. Yeah, I mean, it it was definitely a little jarring when that when you get to like the first you know i've you played a ton of the game at that point and it's not none of the rest of the game has really been like that to like all of a sudden get dropped into that and be like oh my god it's just like so brutal and i don't know where to go and um it's really hard to get to the next save spot like that it was it was weird for them to like kind of introduce that mechanic like halfway through the game yeah I mean, you do you do feel that in Stormvale a little bit. Yeah, it's like, hey, you got to get through this whole castle. Like, there, there's a there's a castle in Kalid, if I'm saying that correctly, where they do it there too. Um, you have to go through the whole castle in order to. There, there's one site of grace at the end of the entire castle. Mm. Yeah, there are a few places like that where it's just like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's one, and then there's like. There's a like a thing right before the boss, like the, not even a safe spot, but uh, like whatever. Uh, I forget what those things are called. Stake of, stake, oh, the stake America. Of America. Yeah. yeah, but like, and and you you don't get anything else the whole way there. Um, uh, let's um, before we close it out. We're, I mean, I'm sure we're getting close to the hour mark here. Um, Let's talk um, some controversial battle tactics. I got two topics. The the first one I want to touch on, and we, we've talked about this a little bit, is uh, co-op for bosses. Uh, Ty, are you, uh, I mean, you, you seem like a, a veteran of these games. Are Do you think that the, everybody's reliance on, on co-op for the bosses is kind of cowardly, or is that just like a mechanic of the game? What do you so, think? yeah, I mean, to me, like, Co-op for boss, I, I will say, I, I did not play this game co-op at all. I mean, I did not summon another uh, living person for any of the bosses. I did use the Spirit Ash summons a fair amount, which, you know, as a FromSoft veteran is a little different. I was talking to Matt about this earlier, that, like, a lot of the Dark Souls, Demon Souls-type games, you know, if you're not playing with other people, it was, like, the boss is on you the whole time. So, you know, you, you got kind of used to that. It's like, I need to learn to dodge and, and then get in my hits when I can, though I can't expect the boss to be on other people. Now with this one, you know, the spirit ashes and that stuff was part of the game. And they, they introduced that. I think they introduced that along with a few other things to kind of help 
newer players uh, to be into it. But like for me, it was like, I'm going to, if that's a thing that the game is giving me as a tool to use to beat this boss, I'm going to use it. And I didn't feel, you know, I didn't necessarily feel bad about, about using the spirit ash summons for certain stuff, especially, like I said, I played the first uh, playthrough as a mage a bit. So having, having kind of a melee help to, to help allow me to, to cast my spells was a big boost. But I do think, you know, in general, the game was was balanced with that in mind. So I didn't kind of feel bad about that. So that, that's kind of my take on that. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I know a lot of people will get mad about how, how hard the game is supposed to be and, like, that certain ways of doing things are, like, cheesy or easy mode or whatever. But it's like, I mean, play the game how you want. I mean, the game gives you these things, and if you want to use them, use them. If you want to make it hard for yourself sure but don't bitch about other people who choose a easier path yeah i i don't i don't have a playstation plus account so i had no ability to summon other real people um i don't know that probably made shit way harder but i i relied heavily on the spirit summons at, at the very least because i i don't think i would be able to beat most of the bosses without without that so did that. you see like the messages on the ground or like no. the out? No, none what? of that. Oh, you're missing so much. Wow. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, those I, are I, amazing. I, I, yeah, I, I, I went into everything blind. I didn't have any of that stuff. Because like you said, one of the bosses that you could you would never have found, if you were playing online, you would have seen the messages that say, hey, go this way, like kind of thing. But yeah, it's definitely different when you play completely offline. I think I died a lot more because of that. <laughs> because Probably. I just like wandered like you know headfirst into danger, like without yeah. knowing what I was what I was in for. Way more often than I probably would have. Can, can I just say that um, my my favorite thing about the messages are the like the creative ways that people um, come up with to put something like very derogatory um in the game because you you only have um a certain number of you, you of structures and words and phrases that you can pair together uh but you can also combine them with gestures so i mean you can see where this kind of goes um in front of like a statue or something like that uh i saw one yesterday that like, made, like i i couldn't stop laughing at it it was so funny the one i found a lot that they use is is the um you know, butthole. Yeah, yeah. Like Try finger it. butthole. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's probably the most common one. <laughs> I've, 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 I, I mean, they're, they're too, like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, FromSoft fucked up there uh, in allowing that. Uh, but like, I've never given like the thumbs up or appraisal or whatever to any of those because it's just like guys, like everybody gets a joke. The, but every the other one is really clever. But anyway, the other big one is people. Uh, and, and and honestly, compared to other FromSoft games, there are very few invisible walls in this game. Whereas yeah. in the others, there was like lots, and they would be all kinds of random places. But that's the biggest thing I've seen is people with the fake claims of invisible wall ahead, yeah. and then people saying, "Oh, liar ahead," and all that bullshit because there's not actually that many invisible walls in this game. Did you see? Uh, did you see that they uh, there there was. A bug where one, there was an invisible wall that took fifty hits. <laughs> I I did I did and and so okay so the thing was I, my guess is that they had certain walls in the game that were supposed to have certain amounts of health. I don't think it was exactly fifty hits. Yeah, it, it, it had ten thousand. That's hit right. Points. It was different amounts of hit points. So it depended on what you hit it with. But my guess is they had that, and then they like forgot to change it. I don't know if it was a bug or whatever, but like. They but fixed then, yeah, it, that, so it was definitely, yeah. it was oh, definitely okay. not on purpose. They did, okay. Because I was like, yeah, you know, to have everybody going around trying to do 50,000 damage or whatever to every wall in the game, like, come on, guys. Yeah. So, Hughes, and have you guys used, like, summoned other people for bosses? It was never something I did, so I, I, I didn't have the ability to do that. I'm curious how that went. I summon all the time. Um, I mean, it seems like it's... It, it seems like it's a little bit more um, kind of 
baked into like the difficulty of the boss uh, in, in, in this game. And like in, in actually not this game, but more recent from soft games where it's like, you're supposed to do it in a way you can do it the other way. If you, you really want to challenge yourself, but it's, but I, you know, I, I'll, I'll do it. And but like, sometimes I feel like, I feel a little bit of shame because I mean, you really are just like one of you distracts the boss while the other hits the boss, then the boss will switch over and go for you. And you just like kind of go back and forth. And it just seems really easy. Like I wish that they would make the boss a little bit smarter to that. Yeah. I don't use any of those summons. I'm, I don't know how much of it is like, I'm afraid that I'm going to accidentally summon the PVP person who's then going to kill me and I'll be annoyed about that. Uh, You can't Um, do that by accident. (laughs) That's good. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's just, I feel like between the NPC summons and I normally use the jellyfish spirit ash, like it, so long as they're not immediately next to each other. So that one boss hit hits them both. Like that's usually enough based on my build to get through most of it. And I have no problem grinding the character to a higher level and then I can take care of it, but I don't have anything opposed to. You know, what I, you know what I do to practice for a boss? I will, I'll just put my summon sign out and go help somebody else so that I get experience with the boss. And that way I'm not putting all my runes on the line uh, mm-hmm. at the same time. And I, you know, you, you get runes back. Yeah, runes and rune arcs for doing that too, which is, mm-hmm. which is good too. Yeah. Do you guys, have you guys, do you guys use rune arcs very often? I, I felt, I found I did not use them almost ever until I got to the bosses in the game that gave me trouble. I I, I have a, a ton of them. I've never even tried them. I don't know what it even does. Okay. I don't They're craft cool. anything. I rarely use items. It's all just the flasks. Crafting, I agree. I, crafting yeah. was, was uh, you know, not... There, there were a handful of stuff I did, and the biggest one was being able to craft the item that would get rid of Scarlet Rot. That was, like, mm-hmm. the only thing I ever did like i was not a big arrows guy was not a big throw flasks of you know little little potion bomb things like i don't know i didn't craft almost anything yeah it was like the the cures and the like protect you from fire and those things was the only stuff i ever cured like if i was Mm -hmm. fighting a boss that you know was using fire and i'd be like yeah sure i'll craft this thing let me let me test Ty's. Uh, he said earlier that you know you kind of play the game however you want. It's up to you. Like there's you know there there are some uh, you know castles or or enemies where they are way beyond my ability. Um, not not maybe maybe not just like maybe not just like a one hit kind of situation, but like a two hit kind of situation where like everybody in a castle's kind of you know that powerful. And but yeah. I want to get through it. Like I'll do cheap stuff where I'll like go and do a little attack and then like run away and hide and uh, or I'll there'll be some like you know big beast in the the courtyard of a castle and I'll just sit and like wand them from like way up high where they can't get me like I don't feel good about that um, but I do it yeah I mean I mean like I said this this was the first time I'd played one of these games as a, as a mage type of character using more of the ranged ability and it's like i don't know i i i understand what you're saying in terms of like feeling bad about stuff but I'm like again that's kind of what the game how the game was designed so if it's going to give me the ability to do this stuff to overcome what i know is gonna be a hefty challenge i don't necessarily feel bad for doing the thing that the game you know built into itself but I mean, it, it, yeah, it was a little different than playing kind of straight up a, a strength and dex type character where you're having to dodge everything. Sure, you get these powerful ranged abilities, but uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's like I, I don't I don't really care. Like, I realize a lot of people get into these games for the challenge, but like, I'm not I'm not here to like gatekeep people and say, well, if you don't play the game the way that that I play the game or the way that makes the game as challenging as I play the game that you're not doing it right. I mean, it's all built into the game, play it how you want. Like, and I think this one compared to dark souls and the other games, like did a much better job of allowing people to, to make those kind of choices for themselves. Whereas the others, it was kind of hard. It was like, well, you kind of got to do it this way or you keep dying. Whereas this one was like, 
go do other stuff, go change your build, go get other items, go get other summons, go do other stuff, come back and beat the boss. Like if you can beat it, you can beat it. Like I don't I don't care how you beat it. The, pl- the place I definitely felt guiltiest about, you know, there's, a, in, in, especially in the later game, there's a lot of like kind of like mini bosses, like bosses that you've faced before who show up like in like non boss places. But you, you know, they're still like, if you kill, they're still, if you kill them, they won't come back, even though they're not like behind the, you know, the, the yellow wall kind of thing. Mm. And those guys, th- that's what, definitely where I would use cheesy shit, where I would like, you know, you'd go, you'd fire, ranged attacks at them until they like came at you and then you just go run and hide and they give up and walk away and then you just until they start going back yeah and then you just do it again and then you run away and that, that definitely did a bunch of that and, and especially in some of the times later in the game to like just get through shit because i didn't want to deal with actually fighting these things like head on it's also like you know you fight a boss like who early in the game like you had the horse and a summon and it's like no i gotta just like fight it on my on my feet now by myself, and I gotta kill this thing, and it's annoying. <laughs> I got a Black Knight guy stuck in a door, so I don't have any range, so I can't do that with the with the axe, but I got him stuck behind a door where I could hit him, but he couldn't hit, hit me, and man, it felt so awesome to beat him, even totally cheesing it. It was fantastic. What's great is that you told me that, and I was like, oh, shit, I did the exact same thing at the exact same <laughs> guy, because <laughs> he was yep. killing me legitimately. The Black that. Knight in the dark room in Stormville. Yep, in Stormville. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we all yeah. did that. That part yeah. sucks. He's the guy's fucking hard. Yep. <laughs> you get trapped in that room with him? Yeah, it's dark as shit. He does those wind abilities, and you're like, what the yep. fuck? Yeah. Right. He's probably uh, beat him legit. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, re- I honestly don't remember. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember. Um, it was so many, so many hours ago, so many <laughs> days ago. Um, all right, um, I think we're about at the hour. So, Star, why don't you, why don't you take us out? Yeah, well, um, yeah, thank you, everyone, for coming on today. Uh, thought we had a good. I, I, did we ever say Elden Ring? I, th- I feel like we had. We, we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> for a while, that we really, we really held off on saying it for for quite a while there. So, I want to make sure everyone knew what it was that we're talking. If anyone has made it to this point in the podcast, <laughs> are you kidding? Everyone turned it off by now. Yeah, I think I think I think Dubner. Well, Dubner will be uh, concerned about spoilers, but I think Dubner would listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I think we did a pretty decent job of avoiding spoilers because I didn't want to spoil things for you guys. So I really talked about like anything in like real vague terms. That was well, and we established that the story has no meaning. So right, That's exactly. Basically, you yeah. can't really spoil the story because there's not one. <laughs> um, so you're you're good on that. Uh, but yeah, this is a fun discussion, and and thank you guys all for getting together to do this. Ty, Ty in particular, thank you for joining our fantasy baseball podcast to talk about Elden Ring. Yeah, happy to join. Thanks, you guys, for having me. Uh, and uh, I, I think uh, with our new sign-off, uh, we're out now. That's where I passed it to you. I couldn't remember what it was. We're out now? All right, I guess we're out now. <laughs> <laughs>